Yo, 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 it's your host, Spinx. Enough is normal podcast. Back at you with another episode, man. Yes, sir, what's good, my Jeep? Yo, man, you know, we had to spin oh, a that block. Good. That was... Yeah, you know, I had Fish. to spin a block with my boy, my boy Nick Creek. And before we get into that, I just want to shout out GBA. You know, I'm always Grind Build Achieve uh, on Instagram, Grind Build Achieve. I think it's an underscore somewhere in there. Y'all get the point. Shout out to Greenleaf. Shout out to Polymath Network over here, my boy, he over here in the cut, yeah, he, you know, light skin, you know, couldn't be too light skin, man, you can't, can't have too much light skin on the camera, <laughs> but, you know, more than above, too, uh, shout out to me for holding it down for the dark skin brothers, too, because, you know, we, we get, it get a little crazy when there's too much light skin going on, I think, I think, I think I'm holding it down, see that I'm sitting next to uh, Terrence Howard over here, so, you know, it's crazy, you know, like, I'm holding it. Bro, oh, I don't even, yo, I, like, yeah, I'm light-skinned, but I don't even, I'm not even in the coalition. Like, there's, like, I feel like there's a light-skinned coalition. <laughs> I'm Jamaican, man. Like, I'm with the Jamaicans, Jamaican bro. Jamaican in what? In Irish. Here we go. So, see, don't leave that part. Well, yeah, I yeah, but yo, yo honestly, out. I feel like most people that identify in the light-skinned coalition got two black parents that just happen to be light-skinned. You mm, feel me? Okay. Like, Chris Brown. Chris or, or 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 Trey songs. I don't even think Drake is like. I think Drake is a chameleon. I think he tried to be anything that's popping at the moment. Hey, don't cancel. <laughs> Drake's been Jamaican, Dominican. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A little bit of all that. Yeah. But uh, Nick Cregan, ladies and gentlemen, man, what's going on? I'm man? happy to be back, bro. I'm proud of you, man. Like it, I'm looking man. around and I'm just like, yeah. this giant is really it's really picking up. So yeah, that's a, what's up. A lot didn't change, man. Uh. I'm gonna say this um, before I get into it. You know, this kid here was was verified before they went on sale. Um, <laughs> he had the blue check years ago, back uh, you know before IG uh, decided to put verifications on the clearance rack. Yo, it's crazy actually. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's so so you know, quit horse playing, man. This ain't this ain't no uh, no minor league. This is this is real deal business. Um, yeah, man. So it's been a while, man. So last time I saw you was in January. You yeah. was in town. And you know, what brings you back into town? Cause I feel like you're like mysterious. You're like a ghost. You, you pop up out of nowhere. Like Girl, you I that guy that. at the bus stop when you're there, then when the bus go by, you're gone. Yo, I love that you even said that because that's how I've been trying to move lately. Because right. I feel like social media, a lot of times uh, unconsciously forces us to be way more public than we need to be about yeah. every move we right. make, I agree. you know what I mean? And you, for me to, I had to really, and I'm still trying to figure it out, like find a balance of how much I want to share yeah. and how much is oversharing. And right. like, you still, as a public figure, you still want to be in the mix a lot of times, but not too, like you don't want people to think they really know you just based off what you post, you right. know? And that's that's great because um, one of the things I want to ask you about, because you know, so often, you know, when guys get, or not just guys, people, they get established and they, uh, they make it or they're successful as a career and they're able to make a fortune off of it or whatever it is financially. What are the downsides to success? Because, you know, on Instagram, we only see, you know, the bottles, the women, um, the movie roles. We see the celebrations. We see the bookings. What's some of the downsides? I, I, I had t I spoke to the guys over at Earn Your Leisure about this, too. Like, you know, give uh, some next up and coming entrepreneurs, actors, or successful mm -hmm. business owners some tips on, you know, some different outlets, what they use to keep sane. Well, I feel like you just, t you said success, right? Like I kind of want to pivot that because success can mean so many different things right. to different people, right? Absolutely. Like I know a, a, a baker that considers themselves super successful, but nobody knows who they are publicly, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. for me, 
like public facing and like quote unquote like fame, like if you want to call it that. Yeah. I don't really like fame. I feel yeah. like fame is fleeting. It's it, it, fame is man given. Like somebody decides if you're famous, yeah, absolutely. right? But you might be better at something than every other person that might be visibly doing it. Absolutely. So I feel like the downside to fame is uh, losing what your actual self worth is, like equating success yeah, to fame right. or, or or how right. many people know who you are. Right. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that um, validate themselves just based off who knows them or who is watching them and things of that nature. And I had to, it's like so many things I had to pivot and learn on my own because right. I feel like that joint will have you thinking, like if you're on TV, right? You're yeah. on a show, right. you're going out, people are noticing you. Yeah. Um, Dudes Rupers. over there <laughs> breaking <My boy>. cheers. <laughs> we can't take a. Hey, let me. We can't. We gotta protect him by all means. We can't take him out. Got the what cameraman. Goes, we're done. We went from chairs, the cameras. What are we yeah. doing here? <laughs> hey, everything happens for a reason, though. But we gotta protect him at all costs, man. Yeah, but no, I feel like. Uh, when you're on a TV show, people know you, people see you. Like uh, when I was on Law and Order, for instance, I'd literally go out to Sweet Green and the dude making my salads, like, yo, like it's messed up how they did Richie, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, Bro. that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Like I'm a kid from Greenberg, it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I, trust me, I, I see it. People recognize us in the gal yeah. and yeah. want to fight or that something crazy. Yeah, that was our fame right there. Yeah. Oh, you from Greenberg, okay. But Ooh. whenever somebody's showing you love, yeah. people that you don't know from a hole in the wall, but they feel like they know you, it feels really good. Yeah. But you have to remember that all of that is up and down. You yeah. can't validate yourself based off any of that. So. Of course not. For me, I think I feel like the the benefit of of being um, famous in certain people's eyes is you get to know that you're making somebody's day. Like that's dope. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm influencing people. Like I have a platform to influence people in whatever way I want. Like you can give out bread or you can give out liquor, and it's like yeah. I try to use my platform to be able to give out as much bread as I can. Right, like, I, like I noticed that. nourishment. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side of that, if you base your happiness off how many people are paying attention and nobody's paying attention at the moment, then you might start tripping yourself yeah, out. Yeah, you're gonna lose sight yeah. of who you are. Listening to you is giving real um, Eminem the way I am vibes. Like, it, it's, it's, it's a thin line between, it's like, I guess when you're famous, it's like you're always on the clock. Yeah. So it'll turn a simple trip to Walmart Bro. Into, into, into like, okay, now it's like, you know, we, we need time, we gotta, us as supporters, I don't really like using the word fan. I like using the word supporter. Supporters, I like it, that. It, yeah. If it, it, it's just a it, uh, fan, it's like a fan is what's going on right here and it's blowing air. Like, right. That's not 100. Like uh, um, perfect example, like whatever Jonathan Majors has going on right now. You know, this dude, I don't know him personally, but publicly, he's at the top of every casting list. Creed three, he did. You know, Lovecraft Country. He's like the big one of the biggest black right. actors in Hollywood in the world right now right and then being that he's a public figure and he gets into a domestic dispute like and every other human you know what i mean like he goes through whatever he's going through everybody knows about it and yeah. now you're painted in a different light because yeah. of what you have going on yeah. privately if somebody works at a bank they're an accountant or whatever the case is and they get into a domestic dispute that's normal nobody's 
Nobody, nobody knows who they are. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. But the minute you decide to be a public figure, you have to remember that whatever you do, public, private, it's all for public uh, discussion. Yeah, it's documented. Yeah. You know, it's documented. Right. Whatever tweet you make, whatever move you make. So you have to know that you got to move in a way that is militant. You got to be in the utmost discipline and you got to make sure that, yo, people are watching me. I got to make sure I'm representing myself correctly at Absolutely. all times. And us as supporters, we feel like, because technically me, I don't think, I would, I'm not at that light. I'm noticing, you know, as I'm publicizing myself as a, a podcaster that, you know, it definitely brings a certain level of local attention. So like the other day I was at Chipotle and people were staring at me and I'm just like, yo, what the hell is going on? Like, why, you know, I'm just here to get my chicken bowl. Like I ain't bothering nobody. Then also too, coming from my background, I don't know what attention is which, you know, when you make uh, a lot of, cause I don't believe in mistakes. I don't, I think the mistake is I'm walking down the street and I trip over a rock. That's a mistake. Anything that you do that you don't like, I feel like it, I believe in bad decisions. Right, you know what I'm exactly. Saying? So anytime you make, I've made a lot of bad decisions, mistakes, I, I just, my, a mistake, like I said, is my boy over here falling out the chair. That That's a mistake. A, that was a mistake. But if you consciously put your hands on somebody, yeah, if you nah. consciously jump over something, yeah, you're, nah. you're choosing to do that. that. You can't yeah. say, oh, this was a mistake. I don't agree with um, people saying, oh, you made me do this. No, there's no button. We're not puppets. There's no uh, string I yeah. can pull that can make your hand slap me across One, the one of my favorite quotes was from Mike Tyson, and he was like, if somebody can bring you out of your zone, they're your master. Absolutely. If you could say, oh, this person makes me so angry, they're being, you're literally having them as your master because you have to make the decision on how you let something affect you or how far you go. If somebody curses you out in the street and you punch them in the face and get arrested, you literally, you they were your master in that moment. And then now that I'm older, you know, when it comes to like law enforcement and things of that nature, I'm gonna get back to my original, my original point. But um, now that I'm older, I just feel like accountability is to see the growth. You cannot grow unless you look in the mirror and, and, and take accountability for your actions. Anytime I got arrested, for the most part, like what goes on in the world as far as cops and what they got going on, I've never been a victim of that. Anytime they came to get up with me, it was just, you know? So yeah. who, if they got a job to do, and I feel like I got a job to do that don't go, or that goes against what their job is, then it's gonna be conflict. Right, there. there are like, you know what I'm saying? There are cracks in the concrete at times where yeah. you could be minding your business and yeah. Of course. But if you, if you, if you consciously, like, like you said, carry yourself on the right. upright, hopefully nine times out of 10, you're gonna be good. That comes with reputation and that's yeah. what I'm teaching my son. You know, reputation is very strong, but I just feel like now reputation is being saturated with perception. Like as long as people perceive you in a light, it don't really matter who you really are. So right. your reputation means nothing. It's all about perception. But you know, I spent a large part of my life building a negative reputation. So now I gotta spend, be willing to spend just as much time as cleaning it up. Right. You know, it's right. just like credit. It's easy yeah. to one, two, three, four missed car payments. Your credit is shot. Yeah. And then it takes time unless you do, you know, this. And that's this the trick. that's the 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 you know? double edged sword of, of being a human, right? Yeah. Because as a human being, like I just saw the Air movie, Michael Jordan joint. Okay. Fire! I love that movie. Yeah. It's it's dope because one of the things that uh, Matt Damon's character Sonny says to Jordan is like, human beings love to build somebody up from nothing. 
But when you get to the top of that mountain, they're going to be the same ones that are watching you on your fall down. Absolutely. But when you on your fall down, people love a comeback story. People love a, a rebuilding Rocky. story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just the way it is as a human being. Like you got to know that if you started out on the wrong foot, the same people that were counting you out before are going to be the same people cheering for you. When Absolutely. I, me I remember I gave a I gave the commencement speech at Woodlands 10 years after I graduated. And I graduated with like a, I was a very average student. Like I'm sure there were teachers. There were teachers that- I was in school with you. Were, you know yeah, what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there were teachers that wrote me off and yeah. were like, Nick is yeah. like, I hope the best, but he ain't gonna be doing nothing. They probably thought you would've been modeling or something like that. Whatever. Or in, or in trouble, just doing dumb or, shit, you, you know? know? Listen, yeah, that too. Or and, so a lot of them liked you too, bro. You know, I was there, so we gonna, <laughs> we gonna chill. But you know, I know some of them was waiting for you to turn 18. But back to your yeah. point. But what I'm saying is like, you got to know that you have every opportunity to turn your story around. Of it doesn't course. have to be how you started. Yeah, um, never. But back on the on the fame and all that stuff, I feel like you you got to understand that none of it really matters. Yeah, like man. success is finding happiness and 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 joy mostly. Mm -hmm. Like no matter knowing that no matter what happens you it doesn't matter what career you're in anything could happen at any given moment everything could be like wiped out absolutely you could come back tomorrow and a rock fell on this studio and then you're like yeah fuck. all right yeah. well what now it is what it is like yeah. now am i still happy though at the end yeah, of the day absolutely. can i still find joy even though i can't do my show today mm -hmm. so yeah that's how i look at it. happiness is a um a self-priority too often People don't have other outlets to make them happy that don't include people. It's very important to find hobbies, just different ways to pick yourself up that doesn't involve people. People are always gonna let you down the same way you always gonna let people right. down. If you depend on, your sole objective for happiness involves engaging with other people, you're gonna, safe to say you're gonna be miserable because everybody has bad times. That phone call that you need to make so bad, that person might not be available at some time. Then what you gonna do? What's your next, what's your next go-to? What's your plan B to get yourself out of that slump? So venting, I'm, I'm very uh, optimistic. I'm very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to sound smart here, bear with me. I'm very, I'm gonna just say aware. I'm gonna use the basic word, sorry guys. I'm very aware of who I vent to because the whole purpose of venting for me, I don't really do it because often our loved ones are always gonna have us in mind. So whoever I'm venting to them about nine times out of 10, you know, they gonna find ways to make it, to make me right. Yeah. It's very rare that you find people cautious. that, yes, cautious. There you go, that's another simple word, but yeah, cautious, I'm very cautious, perfect. Thank see? Oh man, oh, it's too much for me. But anyway, um, yes, I'm very cautious because I know my loved ones, they have my interest at heart. And part of them, and when I say my interest at heart, really love, not necessarily my interest, because I feel like if you have my interest at heart, you're gonna be like, yo, listen, my dude, you're the problem in this situation. Right. A lot of times our loved ones wanna make everything- Everything's biased. Right, like... so that's at that point, if I'm looking to you for answers, I'm fucked. Right. Because I'm not going to get those answers from you. I, and that's why I'm, I, you have to be able to pull yourself up. I was just talking to this with, uh, with a lady that I'm dating. <laughs> yeah, shout and, out to her. <laughs> and uh, yeah, shout out to her. She's cool. She, you know, we were talking about a, a, a disagreement we had. You know, as an adult, as a mature adult, you can have a disagreement. Peacefully. And, and peacefully, peacefully and not, ha not have it be like a disrespectful 
shouting match or whatever the case is. Right. So we were talking about how if I tell my a close friend about what we're talking about and she tells somebody else that she's close to, it's going to be two, appeal, two opposing views yeah. because they're going to be like, well, you're actually right in this situation because right. of X, Y, and Z. And the other person's going to tell her the same thing. Yeah. But sometimes when you're, like you said, when you're asking for actual real advice for self-betterment right. or like what the actual- Is that a word? Yeah. Betterment? Betterment. Shame yeah. on me for questioning you. you nah, you're good, bro. You like you said, we had to learn that word. You know heard that word before? Betterment. I so, like, like you, you basically got to know that sometimes you're going to hear stuff that you might not want to hear from right. people you love, but those are the people you want in your corner. Those are the people you don't want you yes men all the no, time. No, sir. You got to have people that around you that's going to be like, yo, you kind of, you, you stink, you're wild. Go yeah. jump your ass in the shower. Yeah, before exactly. I let you walk outside and everybody at the Ferris game is like, oh my. God. Exactly. Somebody go to the local store and give yeah, them some yeah, deodorant. Yeah, that's yeah. the motherfucker that you want around you. Right. And that's funny. Cause like I'm a I'm a huge advocate of peace. People don't know how to peacefully disagree at all. It's like your way. It's like you either biggie or you Tupac. It's right. like, bro, can we just some nuances? Let, let's like, let's let's know? because I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody in this room has been in a situation where they get into it with their female, their girl, their wife, their wifey, their baby moms, whatever you want to classify as. And you know, you got the aux cord. Mid argument, she takes the, it's gonna turn into a versus. Like you ever been in a situation where you get into it and now y'all not talking and then you feel like every song she plays is aimed directly at the situation right. y'all going through. That's when you get the Lauren Hill X factors. Yeah. I done been through it. It, it, it gets real, <laughs> real Gucci man Jeezy. It's, it, it, it get nasty. Then next thing it's your turn to get the aux. Then you want to play, Um, I don't want no pigeons or you want to get into some Usher confessions type vibe. It just get real, it get ugly. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, shout out to that. We gotta learn how or to- when they uh, bring it to social media, people bring yeah. it. Every time I'm on, on Instagram stories or Twitter and I see people just doing random tweets or, or it's like, yo, you think you're being subliminal, but you're telling everybody your business pretty yeah, much. It, it's you know? like, it's like it, it, it go from, from, from friend to foe real quick, yeah. especially with women, like we're so, yeah, when it comes to romance, for whatever reason, people love venting publicly. Yeah. I don't get it. Nobody gives a fuck. It's entertainment. People get entertained from your problems. They're not really yeah, going to help you. They're not going to tell you, like, yo, don't even share this. Like, let's talk. Let's be. What they're going to do is they're going to send that same tweet or that Instagram story to somebody else so they can laugh about it and forget about their own problems. And this is why I got to, you know, just give thanks to uh, the guy off the camera. Uh, Mr. Angelo Scarphone, because every time he comes in here, he makes some sort of technical modification that is genius. It's simple, but genius, but you need stuff like that because he could easily let us record uh, two hours of, of just nothing and then came and then left and said, yeah, fuck them. But, you know, every time, you know, he helps out. So shout out to that and- Elevation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, uh, fame, just before we get off fame, uh, like you said, fame is fame is man made. Yeah, uh, just like a lot of things. So, anything that's man made, there's a, there's a there's a chance that it could be wrong. Yeah. Um, us as supporters, I feel like you know, because with me, I'm a I'm a supporter, and now I'm people are starting to support me with uh, nothing's normal, and the whole idea of nothing's normal is like I said, taking yourself out of your norm. I might not merge with whatever your norm is, but that don't mean it gotta be a bad vibe. It's no good or bad vibe, it's live and let live. So right. us as supporters from a supporter standpoint, uh, I think we need to give more uh, 
more leeway. We need to be more conscious and more, uh, what's the other word that I'm looking for? Damn. We need to be more empathetic that, yeah. you know, these people are human. So I get it. They're not supposed to do certain things, but says who? If you could go in the crib and smack your girl upside the head, why the fuck can't, uh, can't Brad Pitt do it? Like, I'm not with uh, uh, domestic issues. That's not. But what I'm saying to you is things happen. We got to stop classifying these people like they're aliens. There's only one Elon, man. It's, it's what we're all, the rest of us are human, you know? So we got to stop I think the biggest thing is, it's like, it's a double, it's, it's so weird because the, 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 Truth is, whenever you do decide to be a public figure, you, you got to just that's know you're, you're stepping into yeah. that. That's Welcome what you're signing row. up for. Yeah. You know, it's like people, that's how fame, fame is not normal. Like right. this is called a nothing's normal. That shit is not normal at all. Yeah. Like the feeling of it is not normal. It's not, you, you're most likely not going to be able to relate to anybody that you're friends with, like you that you grew up yeah. with about it. So it's kind of like, yo, once you step into that arena, yeah. You're signing up for the court of public opinion. So you kind of got to hold yeah. yourself accountable yeah. in, at that stage. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's no blame game. You know, like I said, if, if it's, we all have a choice. So yeah. You don't have to be. You can be a not public. Exactly. Figure. You go be a janitor. If you, know, all right, if you know that you're the type of person that's susceptible to being an asshole. Yeah. Don't put yourself don't on do front it. street. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't decide to be a musician or a singer or an athlete who is going to get certain endorsements that only non-assholes are yeah. able to get because Absolutely. once the veil is lifted off people's eyes, then you're going to be like, bro, I'm human like all y'all. Well, guess what? Like You decided to go towards guess something that's did. not humanly Absolutely. normal. Right. So yeah. you got to live with that now, you know? And, and, and Right, accountability and knowing what you signed up for. A yeah. lot of people sign up for things that they have no clue what the criteria is. This is why I'm glad we're having this conversation because there is there's a dark side to anything, to yeah. everything. There's a good and bad for everything. Nothing's perfect. So, you know, know what you're doing when you're doing it. If this is you want to get into acting, podcasting, I'm I somebody in the comments. I'm starting to read comments like I'm I get trolled now. It's like yeah. damn. I'm damn near ready to start Googling addresses and things of that nature and, and, and paying home visits, but I gotta remember, like, ain't nobody tell me to wanna be a podcast. Well, that's or, the thing, or, or, or bro. Get involved in this, in this the thing. The thing that, that I that I realized is there's gonna be people that hate you for no reason right. at all. Just yeah. because you're doing something dope. Right. People are going like create fake Instagrams and all types yeah, of I'm stuff. Yeah, I'm getting all at the box. Yeah, bro, I got that. Like, I remember- I, uh, I'm sure you probably this, uh, getting that the last 15 years. Yeah, bro, this one, um, when I, yeah, when I was doing sports journalism, that was one thing, people like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Da, 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 da. But I'll get like hate mail. Yeah. And then there was this one time I was, I had my mom on my gram and uh, somebody stopped us on the street and was like, oh, like, can I get a photo? Cause of uh, some show I was on. Right. And then, you know, my mom, rea my mom's reaction was genuinely like, wow, like, you know, she's a nurse. She yeah. does, she's not used to that That's stuff. So somebody literally went out their way to create a fake Instagram or a new Instagram, whatever, screen record that, posted a me and my mom talk shit. And Usually I ignore everything like that, but it's my mom, you know. It's so so part of me wanted to be like, "Yo, yeah. why don't you just let me know your location? Like we could talk about, you know, what I'm saying yeah, you want to talk shit on Instagram. Let's yeah. be." But then I had to stop, and I'm like, yeah, "See, no, nah, yeah, no, this is what they want. Mm -hmm. They want you. They want a reaction. They want you to be able to come out of your zone. They want to be your master in that moment. 
And you got you just gotta know like you gotta clap for them because you're like you, the yeah. only thing you're doing is making me realize that I'm doing something right. It's so dangerous with that because in this world it's so fucked up now. Um you have the whole act like it never happened, ignore mindset where it's like, you know, you get to a point where you start feeling like, or people will tell you, you know, you're here. Don't even address anything down here. But now, if we had a cookout and we outside and, and there's a fly that just keep dry, walk, flying past your face a mile a minute, it's going to be hard for you not to want yeah. to do that. Yeah. So even though a fly is this big, flies are harmless. They're annoying. Yeah. So it's hard not to to smack at it. That's one. So it, 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 it's, it's that's that for me is one of the biggest uh, obstacles when it comes to that because you know it's it's annoying. It, yeah. it, and I one thing with one thing with people is the more you ignore it, I just feel like the hot the 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 bigger the performance gets for them to get your attention. Some people would do anything to get your attention. And I'm noticing even when you ignore it, they just do more shit. And at what point it's like, okay, stop playing with me cuz before I know it, you'll do something detrimental to me just to get a reaction out of me. So right, it's, right. it's very, at that point, I think you gotta kinda just, yeah, that's weird, why people get balance. famous and leave the yeah, area because 100%. It, it's not, it's, it's dangerous. A lot of people will wonder what happened to X person or this person, and then I'll see them on a podcast talking uh, years later, and they're like, yo, like for instance, the dude who was on Entourage, the dude who uh, starred Vinny, as Vinny Chase. Okay. You know, that Entourage was a big show, like, Went six, seven seasons, eight yeah. seasons, whatever it went, and um, people loved it. Right, and everybody's expecting them to go on to do big things like Turtle. He was on Power and all this yeah. other stuff, and the dude who played Vinny Chase, uh, Adrian Grenier, I can't, I don't remember his last name. Adrian something. He uh, he was on a show recently talking about how he lived off the grid. Now he's raising chickens, and yeah. he's like, I don't want to be in Hollywood. Like yeah. I'm good. And some people. It, three million dollars might not be a lot to some people, and for, for some people, three million dollars is all I need. And I'm like, yo, I can live. I'm good. I don't need to be Absolutely. in the public yeah, that, eye. That goes back to what you said. Success is exactly. Different. So it's like you got to determine what what success means to you because identify your meaning. Your not not me. what no people define. Meaning. Yeah, your meaning is success. Because fuck I, what I, everybody I like else that. thinks. Yeah. Like, how do you feel? Like, how are do you, you stay able to peaceful? Right. Be happy. You got your people that you need. The same people that will never switch up, no matter what you decide to do. I mean, that's when I guess you get all of these. Um, like I said, you could just pretty much purchase anything. Everything's for sale nowadays. Uh, you, you could, could buy... purchase AI, fake, fake deeps. <sighs> you could buy a Drake, a fake Drake lyric on on Chat GBT. It's crazy <laughs> nowadays, and like I said, now it's like a a, a, a freaking uh, a plague of the USPA verifications. That's what I call, and this shit look crazy. I don't understand that. Is, I, I, if but I do it understand for, it. I, if you somebody, if you're somebody who hasn't, if there, if you type in your Instagram name and you're the only motherfucker that popped up, what the fuck is you getting verified for? It's but only you know what it is, bro. It's we we create these these monsters, right? We do, and it's it's so Man, it's followers. so crazy, bro. It. It's like the same reason why people feel like they need to look a certain way or do whatever they need to do. It's because. Since this the start of social media, I feel like there you don't is like no social media. I'm bro, this is, a, this is the third time I pay attention to patterns. Yo, you know what's crazy? Because I feel what like the fuck I'm, is social this is what media do to you, cop? It's like I feel like I'm forced to 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 use. Are you an introvert? 
Yeah, but nobody knows that. Yeah. Like, because of the, what I chose to do for a living. Like, I call myself an ambivert because I love being, like, I could be, bro, I could go to the, we were talking about the mountains before we started rolling. Yeah. You like, Nick, you like fucking Move. tree houses and shit? And I'm like, yeah, I do because I could go there and recharge and be by myself and be happy as hell. I don't need to be yeah. in the mix, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to Jamaica in a month. Bro, I'm gonna be in the fucking bush. Like I'm gonna be <laughs> picking mangoes, climbing trees and shit. I live in Hollywood, California. What's the shit on Jungle Book? You gonna be like boy off the Jungle Book? Man. Yeah, bro. And, and it's like <laughs> Aladdin over here. The thing about social media, whenever like with me, I know that I have to be constantly doing something before, because I'm not at the I'm not at the stage of my career where I could just go off the grid and I'm gonna get roles just handed to me or whatever yeah. the case is. And I feel like ever since the inception of, of social media, there have been, it's like a Black Mirror episode where you're judged on, there's certain jobs you might not be able to get because you don't have a verification badge, right. you don't have yeah. 100,000 okay. followers. So I'm sorry the guys who pay for, nah, the, for the verification. Nah, don't even be nah, sorry, but it's like, that's what it is. It's they like do. one of those things that we gotta ask ourselves what what does this shit even mean? It doesn't yeah. mean shit. What like, are you willing to give if up? I DM, if I DM somebody, because I have a blue check or if I like a photo because I have a blue check, they're automatically going to notice me sooner and they're automatically going to click on my page. They might screenshot the like, post exactly. it in the story. I've Look who that. just liked my pic. So the people that are searching for this validation, they like, oh, bet. I'm going to pay Instagram $180 a year, whatever the case is, just to feel like I matter. Yeah, it's like, are you even, uh, is there any sort of capitalization besides It's that? really not even the person yeah. who's buying it. The person who's buying it is their fault that they are searching for outside validation, yeah. but it's all the people that are running these companies that are preying on those people because they're not like, yo, we can make an extra $50 million a year because yeah, I saw that. Joe Schmo wants to be able to DM this girl he likes and make her feel like he is somebody. Well, now it's, I, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Now I kind of don't even want to get verified because I feel like right now because it's now so, it's it's watered now it's down. Be like, oh, is paying that fifteen dollars exactly. A month. No, no, I ain't never getting. And what's crazy, shit. bro? I think I'm not positive on this, but I think because I know a politician, a politician who she she should have been verified a minute ago. She hit me up. And she's like, do you know anybody at Meta? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm try I've been trying to get verified. I got these articles written about me, X, Y, and Z, so I should have no issue because somebody's making a fake account and trying to act like they're me. So I'm like, let me hit up my person at Meta, see what's up. So I do. They hit her back and they like pretty much tell her, like, yeah, you gotta pay $15 a month to do this thing. So even if you're well, there's legitimately, that other way. There's that other way too. Now. What's the other way now? Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> hey, don't, don't have them give me no tickets. I'm sorry. It's just jokes, man. Yo, but I don't even think you can get it for free anymore is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, 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 listen, whatever it it's is, crazy. I don't want it. Because like I said, it's like USP. You know, when they had yeah. the fake polo, the guy yeah. with the, I don't even think that was a horse. I think that was a unicorn. Right. The man on top of the unicorn, the USP. Dude got three shit. legs. Like, yeah, you get this shit from, you get a verification from Kennedy's now. <sighs> yeah, man. And 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 it's scary though. <laughs> it's scary that, that, that people yeah. are, are resorting to 15, bro. You already got your Netflix bill. You, you already, already paid got... $25 in child support. Now yeah. you want to pay $15 in Meta? You niggas freaking, It's crazy. Man. Yeah, when I see it, I'm like, bro, what are you doing buying a verification badge? Yeah, it's sad. But I mean, listen, 
nothing's normal. So, I, you know, this is not a judgmental campaign. I'm just giving you my opinion. I, I, you know, uh, rock how you, I mean, technically, I mean, I'm dressed like a fucking, a verification, uh, a, a verification. Somebody thing. gonna be in your comments now. You wouldn't, like, you look oh, like a blue check. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's gonna be a blue. I might be a blue check for uh, Halloween 2023. I'm gonna just come out with a big ass blue check. Yo, you yeah, you already know there's gonna be a lot of people. Um, what I'm noticing too, not just talking to you. Um, I like I said, my act, uh, my situation, my freak accident, I could say sharpened me up mentally as far as finding peace like i had to figure out when you can't walk when you can't man you can't piss you can't fuck you can't do nothing only thing you had you in order to keep yourself sane you have to find uh different opportunity different things to keep yourself sane right so for me it was like i found a lot of peace i had a i had a uh my mental it, it became iron yeah. not insensitive but you in order to be peaceful, uh, part of protecting your peace, you cannot have too many tabs open. You're sensitive. If you care about everything, if you, you have to minimize uh, your care list and, and how many you know tabs you're gonna have open because life is already gonna throw you shit that is gonna happen to you that's gonna force you to you know have to dig deep in order to persevere through it. You can't care about everything. You can't care about not being verified. You can't care about this person doesn't like me. You can't care about public opinion. Yeah. Those type of things will, will cause you to self-destruct. You try to keep up with the world, uh, you're just going to be uh, forever under construction. You're going to let, let society dictate your pace. They're going to be deciding what you wear, yeah, nah, how you look. How you look, what you need to do, which, how you need to smell, how you need to walk. And I feel like, with, especially with urban culture, we're very, 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 we have mastered uh, not accomplishing anything, but always talking about what we could have did. Yeah. I, that's, that's a, that's, if that is in a book, you put that in Google and type images, it's going to be a group of brothers. 100%. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we got to, who gives a fuck, man? They're going to be saying like, oh, yeah, he's nice or whatever, but I'm telling you. It's always you, a but. Yeah. You know, I was watching the Tony Yeo when he was on uh, Expert Opinion. He said, there's always just niggas that's just hating. Hey, but it's like, what have you done? Pay attention. We don't, we go off too much word of mouth. We have to get back to reading. Go to resume. Yeah. See what a guy's account. Stop going off public opinion. But I, I said that a while ago. I said that during um the last election cycle. I was basically paying attention to both sides because I don't. I'm just one of those people where I don't classify myself as anything. I listen to everything. Me too. And I read everything, and I'm just I make a critical decision, uh, choice after that. And I feel like nobody. There's no more critical thinking anymore. Like people just yeah. will walk into a crowded room. And they'll hear a popular thing going around in that room, and they'll decide like, you know what, it's easier for me to just mm -hmm. like agree with everybody else. Yeah. It's not I, easy standing alone. No, not it's alone. not. For me, it is. I love it. I get joy out of which. When I say joy, that doesn't mean I create situations to just go against the grain. I don't right. purposely go against the grain to uh, just be difficult. No. Right. Right. But, you know, I enjoy standing on how, what I believe in, and everybody being over there. I. I that's that's not a challenge for me. That's right. I can walk in a room and if it's ten people who I don't rock with, I'm walking right the fuck past. And you could hear it on. It doesn't matter what side of the coin it is. You could hear people on one side of the argument that sound like they they have never read anything about what's yeah. going on, and then the same thing could happen on the other side. And it's like, yo, 
how about y'all really just figure out what the facts are right as opposed to just like going with facts over a feelings. popular opinion yeah right. yeah but people don't do that people don't do that at all but um i want to definitely get into your story a little bit more um especially me knowing you when i've known you since yeah you've known me for so with me knowing you, I'm interested, uh, before we even get into that, I want to shout out um, Nico. I don't, what's Nico's last name, JT? You was a magnet. Oh, Nico Anon? Shout out to Nico. Uh, pause. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Nico. Um, he got the show uh, P, P Valley. Valley. yeah. Um, Just if, won an award, matter of fact. Absolutely. If we're going to give credit, you know, EYL, I could say birthed uh, a lot of financial literals. Um I've seen guys who only work out, guys who only do certain things now, uh, hold seminars and webinars about stocks. I, they, they weren't, they might've always been involved in it, but as far as publicizing it and making it, structuring their career behind it, I, I haven't seen it until those guys. I could say those guys have birthed a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, they gave a lot of guys hope and belief mm -hmm. that two guys from where we from who walked the same land, was in the same programs, had the same coaches, same ate at the same restaurants, could definitely figure something out and and, and take over the world. Um, on top of what a, a lot of other areas that they um, inspired. GBA, you know, we 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 you know we can't even our influence is just is 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 gold because we influence everybody. I don't care what lane you in, uh, everybody got a little bit of GBA in them. When it comes to like uh, theater, acting, like the Purchase College type type vibe, I I, I got to credit that to Nico. Nico had a That's program a uh, in my high school, Woodlands, and you Reader, know Reader's Theater, right? And it was a lot of people who came through there. They were held shows at the center. Shout yeah. out to Haas, uh, uh, whoever, everybody who was in that, uh, Justin Jenkins, everybody who was in that program. And just to see how far he's made it as far as acting is inspirational. And then you have you yeah. outside of uh, him. I would say as far as the acting, you've uh, you you hold one of the torches. So uh, what was your inspiration? I don't know if it had. Were you in Nico? Yo, so what, so what's crazy is like uh, Nico. I met Nico when I was focusing on journalism, mm. but I, I knew he did Reader's Theater and he would tell me like, yo, uh, cause we, we had like black box theater, like sometimes like um, whatever, or I forgot whatever art classes we were in, they would send us down there. Mm -hmm. And I, I had always loved filming TV, like watching it, like right, most kids, you know, but I had never saw myself as an, I've never see, seen myself as an actor. So Nico was like, yo, I'm doing this short film at um, Purchase we need another guy in it. Like, are you interested? I'm like, not really, to be honest. He's like, well, you're doing it. Like, yeah. you need to, like, you need to. He saw the potential. Yeah, he must have. So I went, I did that. I was like, oh, this is type, this is kind of fun. But then I left it alone, went to college. Um, Nico was leaving Greenberg to move to California. Okay. He was like, I'm gonna go do this acting thing. And um, went to college, did journalism. But also in college, like I saw there was a theater group, Black Theater Productions, and this woman, Brittany, who ran it, she was like, yo, she did the same thing Nico did. She was like, yo, you should be in this play. And mm. I'm like, I, I did that already. Like, I tested that out in high school. It's not my thing. But eventually, push came to shove, I did it. My friends who had never heard me talk about acting, they saw the play, they were like, yo, I know you want to be a journalist, but like, you should probably think about this. Like, yeah, you might I, have I remember some... what play you were talking about. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I so, remember. So basically, 
after I graduated, spent a few years doing journalism, I did my thing. I reached great heights in that. Yeah, yeah. I started to realize like, yo, you know what? Corporate America is not for me. What, what can I, what can I do? Let me call Nico. And I went out to LA. Nico, I hadn't spoken to him in years, but he still was like, yeah, remember I like, I put you Absolutely. in that movie. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, that. and I've been able to, Nico, I consider him one of my mentors. Absolutely, 100%. It's like I would have auditions like during COVID, I was in like a real low place with my career and I was on the phone with him like when Black Lives Matter had just started and all this shit was going on outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to focus on finding what my what my path is. Absolutely. And he was one of those people yeah. that stuck by me and was just like, yo, you got talent, focus, speak it into existence, make it happen. And you know, when things started to pop off for me, things were popping off in a major way for him. Yeah, Uncle Clifford. Yeah, Pete Valley. And I, I haven't made it, you know, shout out to Nico. I haven't made it through a whole episode, but um, I, 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 but I, you know what's crazy, a lot bro? Of, a lot of, like, lot of word of mouth. It's, it's, it's one of those things, it's one of those things where that show is causing so many people to like, have these conversations, right? Where they're like, damn. The like, world likes that, yo, bro. There's a lane, that's, so crazy. I be trying to keep it. That's really that type of shit. That's normal shit in the in in in, in a lot of these communities. So we're not gonna go there that route. What's the rapper? What's the dude's name? What's what's uh, uh the, 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 the little one? murder? Little there's there's a million little murders yeah, running around. Hundred percent. And there's people that watch that that never they might have been like I can't ever identify. And then they see this, and nobody in their hood knows yeah. who they really are. Absolutely. But then they see this, and they're like, damn, like I relate. Amen. Say, man, I hope I hope none of the guys is <laughs> <laughs> nah. But back to the point, Nico. Oh, damn. Pause again, but he had his hands on a lot of, uh, he's very influential. And I mean that with all seriousness. Like he's yeah. one of the goats, I feel like that that passed through the town. I'm not sure exactly where he's from originally. From Detroit. Okay, but when it came to Woodlands, when it comes to just the history of Greenberg, he definitely has his own genre. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, I, I claim Nico as one of the town greats. Yes. And it, and like I said, it, it it falls back into it all spring guys like you. Yeah. And, and gave you see, I had no clue. I just remember Nico had the program, and I don't feel like Nico get get enough flowers uh, from the community. Like we all used to make little corny jokes. Now that I'm older about him, but you know, Nico's a legend. You know, Nico. I watched the interview that he did in 2020 when I was off my feet. And uh, he dove into like like his background, and I, just, I like how I like his campaign. I like his family structure. If everything was authentic from what he said in the interview, and I became a supporter. You know, like That's I said, I don't, I don't I don't watch the show, but I support him, and I, I definitely wouldn't mind connecting with him uh, on a pause on the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I'll leave the pause word at home uh, if I if I get you in, my my man Nico. You remember me, man? It was oh, I was always a jokester. But um, that's shout dope, out man. to that's, Nico that's mature, for that. bro. Yeah, and that's growth. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm. I'm nothing's normal. I'm. I know who I am. I'm not. Yeah. Ain't a, a speck of little murder in me, guys. <laughs> so I ain't really worried about you know the stigmas right. and I never like I told you it could be me right here and and, and hundred people. I, well, that's I, the other thing, I like right? What he like got going like on. Uh, you go back to caring Legendary. about what other people think, yeah, right? Nah. Because you you could uh you could be a supporter of somebody and be afraid to support something yeah, because nah. of. Yeah. The toxicity that that is around you, surrounding whatever topic it may be, it may be, you know, like yeah. politicians, for instance, like you might support a politician because you really know them, yeah. but they happen to be part of 
uh, a party that like maybe everybody in your family is like, nah, we That's don't support yeah, that. Right, yeah. But it's like, nah, you can't, you can't envelope everything together. Like things now, are individual. Now that you said that, if, when you when you factor that into accountability, how you was raised after you reach a certain point where you can think for yourself and make your own decisions, how you were raised becomes an excuse. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as, because I hear people say, oh, when you talk about um, generational uh, wealth, uh, generational this, we got to start working on breaking generational traumas. Yeah. Uh, generational curses, generational disconnect, generation, generational conflict. Like there's certain families that you never didn't see eye to eye in the 70s, and now it's still that way as of 2023 when it's like, bruh, yeah. Your great, 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 great grandfather don't even know you. What right. the fuck you feel a certain type of way about this last name for? You don't got nothing to do with that. So I just feel like once you get older, we got to stop using that as a crutch to do stupid shit. Oh, I was raised like this when right. it comes to racism or different things. This is how I was raised. Well, now that you're older, you get a chance to make your own decisions. You can make your own choices. And decide, you know, what you're right and from what you're wrong is and how you're going to raise your chain, your family and, and, and grow your tree. So, right. you know, that was, that was dope. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not with uh the majority of the masses i don't uh, i gotta do what's gonna keep me peaceful and i'm past that stage of my life as far as the disc i'm, I'm comfortable with who i am right bro you you learn little things like you know? that you didn't know about like for instance me a big part of my mental health is like meditating right right i wasn't raised to meditate like right. we went to church and all that other stuff and you know like I wasn't raised going to therapists. I go to a therapist now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you start learning these things that are beneficial to you personally yeah. that you would have never really thought about because that's not how you technically were raised. Absolutely. But you make your own choices. And you're like, yo, what, what would serve for me? Like, I'm not a parent, but like, you're, you're like, you got a kid. Right. You might have been raised in certain ways that you do with your son, but then there's other ways that you didn't really uh, have access to or whatever, and you're like, you know yeah, what, I yeah. should I should implement that with my son, even though I didn't have that. I just saw that son. on a meme, and I'm not like a huge memer. Like, I just feel like, like Justin LeBoy, his 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 page, like, it's like the Bible. It's like the new Bible nowadays. Like, you know, not just him, but just memes, period. People, I, they, 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 they live off memes, like, like the Old Testament, New Testament. <laughs> like, it's like people, so I seen something that said, um, you you have to be everything you felt like you needed. So like I said, my pops, he died when I was five. The word dad wasn't even in my vocabulary. I tried to call my sister's father dad one time and I almost threw up. It just didn't feel natural. So, yeah. so, you know, that wasn't comfortable for me. So, you know, is that my excuse to say, well, I didn't have a dad, let me, no, that's my, and I know what I needed at that time. Cause like I said, women can't raise, women can't teach men to be men. I don't care how much they feel like they can, it's impossible. You, right, have, right. you have a vagina, we have balls, it's, it's two different washing processes. We could, it's just different. You can't, you can't teach it. So I, that's more motivation for me to be around. Also to give that balance, I said that in the first episode, like I can't teach my stepdaughter how to, uh, maneuver through her period. I, I don't get cramps, I don't bleed, I don't I don't know what, how to do that. So she would need her mom for that. So if you take the mom out of the equation, that's a whole lack of understanding, empath empathy, right. all that's missing. I'ma think like, you know, hormones, I'ma think you just tweaking and you need to just figure it out when it, it's, it's not as easy as that. Right. Same thing like boys. I think naturally, <laughs> we got this little pocket 
that's right in my crotch. Like, as a kid, when you grow up, you know, everybody just sat outside and put their hands in their pants. Women, you know, my mom used to go crazy when I did that shit. It's like, bro, this is what boys do. Like, it's, that, it's not that I'm playing with myself. It's just boys put their hands in their pants. Everybody done been cold and they ain't putting their hands in their pockets, your hands in your pants. Right, right. So I feel like a man and a woman, it equalizes what's normal for, for what gender. So, yeah, nah, I, I, I definitely, I, I, you can't make no excuse about how you was raised. You, you got to be able to make your own decisions and, and raise your campaign. Because to me, the family I create is more important than the family I was born into. Right. Because a lot That's of times with kids, right there, yeah. with kids, you know, people, my I, my son, my kid didn't ruin my life. He saved mine. So a lot of people look at it like, you know, their kids slowed them down. My son was planned. So he didn't ask to be here. So whatever he does, I got to take what comes with it because, like I said, we didn't negotiate. I didn't negotiate with a stork. Like, okay, you're going to drop him off at this time? Nah, it, it, uh, you know, we we did business and, and he got here. So, yeah. you know, our kids don't ask to be here. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that's I a fact. That's, that's tough. Okay, so moving forward to, uh, you said something. Okay, so Nico, he, he went to LA and it's safe to say, it was it after that. What was your first major role? Well, let me not even say how major or major. What was your first role that you said, you know what? It's uh, lit. It's up. I remember I started seeing, like you said, with the journalism. You know, you was a little baby Max Kellerman. I, yeah. I, I peeped you. You <laughs> was out here. Even, even yeah. shout out to Cubit with the weatherman. Yeah. I was seeing y'all, you know, that Albany that Albany staff was was, was Yeah, was, bro. Was, was and you know, it's crazy. Like, we had a cool little, we had like a TV network in Albany that like, it, it uh, it basically it 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 started all of that in us, right? Like you're right. like, oh, like we got a little TV station, like we got cameras, we got yeah. a studio, so it felt like the real thing. And you're like, I could really do this, right? But with the acting thing, it really wasn't until uh, I got noticed. Like I, there was a to make a long story short, while I was working in corporate in the corporate America, um. I had I had walked away from daily journalism and okay. I was interviewing athletes for documentaries like I was mm. making sports documentaries, but I still felt 30 like yo thirty type flow, kind of sort of, but more so like on a branded level like for for okay. like right. the NFL or Pizza Hut or whatever the case okay. was. Okay. So while I was working at this agency, I felt like I wasn't being creative enough. Like mm. I had this stuff in me that I wanted to get. I knew I was funny. I knew I was creative. Yeah. So I'm like yo, let me make skits yeah. on my Instagram. And one of I the skits know. I made. Went viral. Oprah's team saw it. Ooh, yeah. Um, it was a Jamaican Big skit. Big O. Yeah, Auntie Oprah saw yeah. it. And um essentially when I got the job on David Makes Man, that was my first ever acting role where I got paid for, where I'd never flown first class before. Mm. And they fly me out to Orlando and I'm just like, damn, like I'm getting car service and all this stuff. <sighs> and I'm on set and I'm with an Oscar winner, Terrell McCraney. Shout out to Terrell. Shout he gave me my team. first opportunity i'm like hold up this is real like felicia rashad is in my trailer like what's going on so then i started to realize like all right not only is this possible like i'm here i'm doing it it's physical i could you know i'm saying i could feel what's going on so at that moment i was on set for like 17 hours one day yikes and coffee talk about yeah and i was thinking to myself like yo i didn't even notice how long it was and i looked at my clock and i'm like oh shoot i'm supposed to go to miami for art basel but i'm still on set and i was i was chilling you was content i was happy i was happy bro i was happy 17 hours flew by that's happiness and and what's crazy that's dope is if i was in an office 
oh. for 17 hours. Every minute would be. I would be tight. Yeah. I'd be like, nah, man, fuck this job. Yeah, like yeah. they made me miss my flight. I can't even go to Art Basel until that's tomorrow. Love. That's and in passion. reality, when exactly, that's when I found out that acting was my passion. Right. And it wasn't about anything else for me besides like, all right, I'm gonna quit this job where I'm making six figures. But I don't know how to do it. Oh, wow. It. That's what you were seeing doing that shit? Yeah, bro. Oh, so that wasn't no, no penny. Nah, penny. I was good. I was going to be like, you know what I'm saying? I would have been able to do the whole white house, house, white fence, wife, kids, dog, all that. Like the cookie cutter. So you gave that up to chase your dream. Yeah. Essentially, I, I walked away from it, but your I was new too, dream. You can have a new dream every day. It's not going to be a life. People, if you don't have a lifelong dream, a dream is a dream. Whether you had a dream last night. Yeah, Whether you had a dream this morning. Exactly. And, and the only difference between dreams and goals is your goals are things that you actually put action behind mm -hmm. and you make it, you make your dreams attainable. Yeah. So right. I was like, all right, this has been a dream. The only way for it to become a goal is for me to walk away from this corporate job. But I was honestly too scared to walk away because I'm like making decent money every two weeks. And they did made the decision. God made the decision for me. I got laid off literally a month after I finished filming this show, because I was doing both. Yeah. I get laid off and then I'm like, oh That's shit, good. like, all yeah. right, That's we going full force. I look for a manager, I look for an agent, I find one. And bro, from that moment where I got laid off, it took me 24 months to get my next acting job. So I had two years of- How, how was that? Was that stressful? <sighs> bro. It was crazy because I was so naive to how the industry worked. I thought because I booked one job and Oprah knew who I was, that I was just yeah. gonna keep booking and yeah, it's not moment, just- It's just a moment. I'm it's moment to I'm moment. Like, yeah, moment to moment. So in those two years where I was unemployed, I ended up working at restaurants. I ended up like finding different hustles to make money. I would take little gigs here and there. I'm going through my Damn. savings. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, like what? I blew through all the savings that I had over the two years. Now I'm working at a restaurant. And the first no, restaurant job. You worked at Costco's? I never worked at Costco. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Though. But oh, the difference, damn. whenever you decide to be an actor, the reason why actors choose to work at restaurants most of the time is because for a fact, you know for sure you're going to have okay, the mornings yeah. to yourself. You're going to have chances to go to class, audition. Whatever the case is, you're in a restaurant, you might meet certain people. I was about to say, you get to, you know, fill up the water for the president. Yeah, presidents exactly. You never know who you're going to be pouring, pouring water for. So <laughs> yeah. I nah, had to, but tough. what's crazy, bro, I had to kill my ego. Because I'm like, yeah. I, yo, I went to college. I you're graduated. You're a nigga with green eyes. What the <laughs> fuck you doing working I, in a restaurant? I was making good money. You know what I'm saying? And I had to go start all over. Yeah. And after you kill that ego. And without the support. From, well, you grow new family. But now, you know, your family's in New York. Yeah. So you 100%. really did all of this solo. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah. And that's like um, Jesus. That's like a Jesus. Yeah, bro. Uh, and it's crazy because it's still, there's still the grinding. Pro I've been in, in the industry now, like f going on five years. Yeah. And it's like, I still feel like I'm in the, like I'm not on chapter one, but I'm not at the end of the book. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, uh, like I told you the first time, man, you was on Law and Order, bro. Um, Stabler, man, listen, that's one of my favorite uh, characters ever. I like Vincent too. I like- Yeah, that show was cool. I fuck with all, I, I'm more of a fan of the old SVU more so than, than the new. Um, you know, they started reaching like the Chris Brown, Rihanna and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, y'all are, are tweaking now. Like, yeah. let's get back to chasing uh, rapists and you know, that type of time. Like, don't, let's not get it, let's not get too crazy. Not make it too, you know. So to fast forward, 
as we start to uh, wrap this up, you were just in LA. Yeah. Um, I seen, you know, got you on social media. Mm -hmm. I seen you on, uh, I don't know if it was a set. I don't, what you got going on out there nowadays? Uh, I saw you doing something. You had some makeup on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, more, I don't know if you was doing a, a shoot. I don't know what the hell you were yeah, doing. Yeah, so I was actually in Hawaii. Um, wow. I was Aloha. in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was working on this show, NCIS Hawaii. Okay. Shout outs to um that team over there in Oahu. That was my first time ever in Hawaii. It was beautiful. So dope, man. It was really, it was cool. It was like one of those things where I'm at work, but it's like I get off work and I'm looking at the sunset and I'm at this hotel and I'm like, damn, it feels like I'm on vacation as well with my son. And it's like, I'm by myself though. I'm not with a shorty or I'm not with, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have time to really just be with me and, um, you know, it's dope. Like that episode, by the way, comes out April 10th. Mm, April okay. 10th on CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so yes, we'll be able to see you. We're not going to see you on. It's not Tubi or nothing like that. Nah, you know? nah. You know? I mean, shout out to Tubi. Tubi giving out a lot of money. Her. Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, but yeah. yeah, I was shooting uh, NCIS Hawaii. So this is my first role as a. It's crazy. It's my first role as a grown ass man with a kid. And, and like, oh, wow. I'm a U.S. Marshal in, in it. So, okay. yeah, it'd be dope. Did you get knocked out? Shot, I ain't gonna tell you nothing. Okay, you, uh, you to, see, media trick. Yeah. Hey, smart guy, man. Let me, let me. Hawaii just looks like a dope place because I feel like, um, a person could walk, in, go to Hawaii naked, and go to the rainforest and come out with an outfit. Like all they outfits be looking like natural, like dresses made out of grass, yeah, bamboo uh, chains. Naked. Yeah, it's just real natural. Yeah, it, it felt. Just, but I was so it was crazy because I was in the city, right? I was in Waikiki, which is like it feels like a Waikiki, like a tourist city, right? But then I rented wow. a car because you know me, I'm a nature, nature, mm -hmm. I'm the nature kid. So you a nature nut. Yeah. Bro. So you, I you, Kuna Matata. You like yeah. Pumbaa tomorrow. You know, I you know lift a rock and like start eating I'm, I'm the Kyle Thomas is like the extreme oh, version. Yo, whoa. <laughs> I forgot my Yeah, Kyle is like living in the forest out there, giving me tips, like yeah, telling me Kyle. where to go. You know what? Not for nothing. I would love to pay Kyle a visit, bro. And spend a week out exactly. there. Exactly. He's go. I think he's going. If I didn't have a kid, there. turn my phone off. Kyle be the type. Where he'll look at a leaf and be able to tell you like, oh, yo, this is good for this yeah. use and all that. Kyle don't think he's sick. He's like the closest thing I've seen to, to, to Gandhi or like <laughs> Dr. Sebi. Yeah. He's, he's, he's. Yeah, man. so so I drove, to, I drove to this part of the island uh, called the North Shore. And I was just out there eating fruits, bro, and like. <laughs> Going to the Papaya beach, and all you know that what I'm saying? All of that, yeah. Acai bowls, all of that. Is that shit? Does it taste different than the shit that's over here? I will say, like the 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 fruits that I had out there did taste like more official, like yeah. sweet, like yeah. it don't feel like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's more natural. That's dope. Um, how long you in town for, my guy? Yeah, I'm here till I'm here till Wednesday, man. It, so you that's know another that's, thing with guys too, with the, with the social media when a motherfucker. Let me give y'all some tips before we wrap it up, man. Us regular guys, if a guy's Instagram name, because usually people only do this type of shit on Facebook. You get the Nick Cregans, the Angelo Scarfones, the Rashad Bilal's, the I'm going to leave Troy out of it. Uh, I'm going to leave Mikey out of it. These motherfuckers with, these, with their government names on Instagram, it, they mean business, bro. Be careful. If if you if your girl gets a DM from a motherfucker and his 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 birth certificate name is his Instagram name, you might as well chalk it up, bro. So I usually guys whose name I usually try to 
when I reach out or guys reach out to me with, if you want to get, you know, next to me, your best bet, don't come to me uh, DMing me such and such too lit or such and such, Larry too sturdy or uh, 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 Angelo with the 30. That, that shit's not going to get it. I'm not responding. But if you if you put your government name as your IG, I, I'm going to think you mean business off the rip. So um, that's one thing I'm starting to notice, like, with certain guys, like, they regular names as they Instagram account names. That's it gets a little spooky. Yeah. So um, okay. So what you got coming up, man? Before we wrap it up. Um, yeah. So so, so, yeah. so definitely uh, April tenth on CBS. April tenth. Check CBS. out NCS Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, NCIS Hawaii. And uh, other than that, like I've been writing. I'm writing my own Ooh, okay. project right now. Um, and can you give us any insight? On it's kind of loosely. It's, it's, it's loosely based off. It's loosely based off my life after I decided that I wanted to be an actor. Okay. Loosely, like it's a very like exaggerated version of a person like myself that wants to be an actor and wants to leave the corporate world and like the people around him. So it's, it's going to be like a dark comedy. You're going to be also like one of them little VH1 type campaigns. I know, you know, we started leading into uh, when a new edition movie came out. Yeah, bro, I was like, whoa. Is it going to be like events like that going on? Like some it's gonna be super like, Illuminati, they got you in a room? Nah, it's going to be more along the lines of like an entourage vibe. Like okay. entourage, how yeah. to make it in America, like. You on your hustle, you gotta like get into certain situations that you, yeah. you never expected you would get into. That's when you and it's gonna be you funny, you know? Right. Yeah. Um it's gonna be funny because of the 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 shit that actually goes on, you know what I'm saying? That people might say, like, damn, like that's mm -hmm. crazy. It might have not happen to me directly, but I of know course, it's yeah, happening. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so so yeah, I'm excited about that because I feel like it's important while you audition for other things, like to want to make your own shit. Absolutely. What you're doing is- Brand, you're a brand now. Yeah. That's what I'm noticing. But when your name, Nick Cregan is, is a brand in itself. It's exactly. So The yeah. same way Spanx I, is a brand at yeah, this Spank, point. Yeah. So, yeah, because I wouldn't, I, my, I'm Leon Steele. I don't think, you know, I'm ready to um, make that my IG yet. I'm gonna still stick to the county boy Spanx thing for now. <laughs> I ain't reached that status. And I don't really want y'all calling me Leon. And y'all can if y'all want, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, last question for you. When, what are some things to look for? And what are some things to, what is some, what is a good, how do you pick an agent? Like, what are the do's and don'ts? That's a good question. Agent. That's a real good question. Yeah. Um, for me, the 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 important part about because I have an agent and a manager, mm. um, and my manager is the dude that that I've been with ever since I uh got laid off from that job. Like I, I me and my manager met at a restaurant in I'm New York. Just Google managers. What's like... crazy is I was literally googling managers, bro, and I'm in a restaurant, and then I heard I heard a conversation over here about Sundance Film Festival. Nice skin niggas nosy as hell. He yeah, over bro. here. Googling and <laughs> yeah. listening to what's going on at TV Yeah, before. bro. I hear Sundance and I'm like, oh, okay, they're in the industry in some way. And I hear <laughs> I hear the woman he's with say his name. She says his first name. And I literally it's typed all in it. AT, damn. Bro, yeah. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, I Googled, I said New York City talent agent, this person. My my my, my manager's name's Corey. So I typed right. in Corey. That's and cool. literally, bro, his face popped up like on the third result on LinkedIn. <laughs> I swear to everything, bro. So I sit there and I like, I, it's you like, be on cheaters or something bro, it's like, like that, it's bro. like, it's like talking to a girl or something. Cause you're like, all right, like, wait, let me make, wait for my moment to get up there. I'm getting so hot. she goes to the bathroom. I act like I'm going to go charge my phone. And I'm like, yo, so I heard you talking about Sundance. Like I'm an actor. 
could we sit down and talk about representation? Long story short, <laughs> he becomes my manager. That was That's like tough. four years ago. You that's know what I'm saying? The, the backstory yeah. is crazy. Yeah. But that's God, though. Bro, it is. That's, and it's like you, God will throw you the alley yeah, and you got to dunk it, you know? And you got to, you and that goes back to not being too prideful. Cause like, exactly. Hearing that story is like, damn, you, you, you was like, he was like the gazelle and you was the lion. But that's why I'm making my show because I'm like, bro, I feel like I've been in so many situations where mm -hmm. I finessed my way into certain situations. You got to know how you know? to. Yeah. But, um, the reason I chose, the reason him and I worked together yeah. is because when we had dinner after that, I could see there's a common level of trust. And like, he understands where I'm coming from. I understand where he's coming from. And it's not about, he wasn't like a big manager at the time. Yeah. He was just starting out too. So it's like, I, you can't work vertically. You got to work horizontally. Absolutely. That's my, that's my biggest thing. You got to be able to be around people you trust, not people that have a big name. Having get, nah. Like in agency world, like there's, like top few agencies, there's CAA, WME, mm -hmm. uh, all these other agencies. And it's like, some people wanna, they start out, they wanna shoot straight to CAA. Yeah. And they might know somebody who could introduce them to an agent at CAA, but you're not gonna be, you think they're gonna hang up a call with Brad Pitt to yeah, talk to you? Yeah, they're not. It's like, I beat it, Winslow. <laughs> so, so it's like, you gotta be realistic with yourself and realize like, all right, who can I work with that I trust and that believes in me and that's gonna be working hard. That's how I go about finding yeah. my agent. You, oh, I feel like starting ground level, fuck, you know, all that starting from the bottom. When you start ground level, it teaches you a certain level of toughness. Cause I feel like when everything's handed to you, Eventually, you might reach, you know, some adversity. You gotta know how to handle it. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? So, or you'll go crazy out here. But yeah, yeah man, uh, Nick Cregan, ladies and gentlemen, nothing's normal podcast. Shout out. That's his Instagram too, and he's organically verified, baby. <laughs> GBA. Shout outs to shout outs to GBA though. Y'all been my dudes for, GBA, for forever, Beyond man. your dudes, GBA. You know we 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 raised you up a little bit. You know yeah, saying? no, yo, he's, that's he's a, a fact. product. He he like, come from the GBA campaign as far as you know. He was around. He he was in the mix. Like you know, GBA was sprinkled a little bit everywhere. The whole town, this is Greenberg and this is GBA. We, we, that's we, a fact, bro. We sprinkled that shit a little everywhere and, and it's great. That and, and that's why I'm, I'm happy that you're doing this because right. if you can influence, if you can influence a hood, that means that you can influence a lot of other hoods. Mm -hmm. And, and like, you influence and inspire me too. It, 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 it goes both ways. Yeah. Um, you never want, it's all, it, the whole purpose I feel like of mentorship, I'm not gonna say I mentored, mentored you or anything like that, but as far as mentorship is, you want your mentee to eventually be able to help you, you know? That's a fact. So this, I'm not, I never was the guy who wanted uh, the player to not be better than the coach. Now there's a way to go about it. There's always respect, which is why I, me personally, I got a lot of guys who I consider big bros of mine and guys would be like, for what? What is he doing? And this, that, and the third. At a point in time, that person was everything. You know, or that person helped me in this way that doesn't always have to be financial. You could be a supporter of somebody in many a different ways. A lot of people will be like, why does such and such always reach for such and such? Well, you don't know what this person does for this individual. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I, like, I'll give a personal story now. Like, you and Ice, like, y'all were like big yeah, bros, right? Yeah. So sure. I remember Ice told me, I used to chill with Ice. I'm a couple years younger. And um, he told me, he was like, there's a couple of dudes in my that my girl because dudes used to hate on me because I was always a smooth all dude. the time. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Average. there was certain dudes that were just real and they were like, yo, real recognized real. Yeah. So there were a couple of dudes in his year that'd be like, yo, why are you always chilling with Nick? Like, why we know and why. Like, and he'd be like, Drake. yo. 
<laughs> he'd be like, yo, that's my that's my man's. Like, he's cool or whatever. And then I, I never forgot about that because I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, a popular, uh, you might have three people that feel a certain type of way about one person. And you decide, like, nah, I don't care how y'all yeah, feel. Like, this that. is my homie. And then when you're comfortable in yourself, you know, if we're going to use Ice, Ice always had a, a certain, he was always who he was. Exactly. So at the end of the day, another person who's, the same way we it's like I said it's like the All Star game exactly. I don't a, if I'm KD, I, LeBron over there, Westbrook right. over there, Ja Morant, I'm you KD, comfortable bro. in your own skin, right? So yeah, we don't go through, we don't have those those type of situations. Right, no inferiorness. Exactly. I hate I hate being around energy that that uh, you feel like you got to dim your light around. Not yeah, everybody I'm, should. I'm not dimming shit. That's nah. my I used to do that, but I'm not doing it. I, I, I love me, and you should love you too. I don't need you to love me. I love me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, love yourself. Work on you. Take your time. Close some of them tabs out on your brain and focus on, on you for once. Enough is normal podcast, baby. We back at it, man. It was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure getting up with my young boy. He's doing big things. Be on the lookout April 10th. And yeah, man. Uh, what channel? Uh, CBS. CBS. Wow. Yeah. You heard what Ho said. I keep one eye open like CBS. <laughs> we out of here. All right. <laughs>